Cool. Yes. Good to have you, man. Thank you for the invite, bro. It's all right. How you doing? Yeah, mate. Well, yeah. well, uh, do you know what? I'll be honest, I didn't say this off air, but I'm so happy that we're coming out of this cold period now. Because I feel like I haven't been well since before Christmas. Like I'll recover from something and then two days later, damn, got something else. We need to end this coldness now. We need the summer back. I'm done with it. I know. I know. need it back. It's coming. It's coming slowly, but it is cold. I'll I was yeah. born in the wrong country, I think. Where were you born? Here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I mean. I wish I was born somewhere else. Like the Maldives or something. Why don't I be born in the Maldives? The Maldives? Or making, making house music in the Maldives? Make Do you think it would work? Yeah, I'll make it work. <laughs> Come on. Can you just imagine that? Mm, I'm just thinking about it now. That is, that's the dream. Yeah, I can see it. I mean, I was I was literally sat on a hammock in Tha- know, Thailand two weeks your, ago. I was quite jealous of your videos. Which was video. very... <laughs> Me in my house with a blanket too expensive to put heating on and you're living it up in hammocks next to the sea, the see-through sea. It was really good. I know. Yeah, man. I can... If Koh Panyang is easily one of the best places I've ever been. I have to go to Thailand. Yeah. It's Thailand's crazy. wonderful. You have to. It's on the bucket list. Yeah, it's set up for tourists. It's just ready to go. Was the full moon party there when you went? No, nah, I missed it. You missed it? Yeah. I think but I'm... I heard it's a bit like going to Magaluf. <laughs> really? Yeah, with the boys. That's my but like, then. <laughs> but like with people from all over the shop. Yeah, I, I could, yeah, pro- yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Well. Yeah, but if you go there just to chill, because I was, I was working there full time. Like I wasn't, I wasn't on holiday. Oh, that makes me feel a bit better. Yeah, I had to work every day. I thought you was just... Living it up out there, mate. Well, I mean, like my hours were different. <laughs> <laughs> so, like between eight and three p.m., I was kind of doing my thing, yeah. and then I'd worked in the evening, mate. But I was I was working on track stack all day. I got up at six and would go to bed at eleven. That's like my days. That, okay. Doesn't matter where I am. Made me feel that's my day. I was you like, know, look at this guy. Yeah, I did the detox there. <laughs> do you know what? That's a hard place to do it as well. You know, it was really easy. Really? Yeah. You can buy the coconuts there. <laughs> They're only like two pounds. I love it. Yeah. It was really good. I felt really good actually. No, that's good, man. It looked like yeah. you had a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um I think we just take our take it all the way back, you know. Um why why do you do what you do? Like why do you, why were you called to music? Do you know what? I I've always been into music. even when I was a when I was I was a kid. Started where did I start? Rhyme. <laughs> I think I wanted to be a, a rapper or MC first. So I went through that stage. Then I went to the garage, you know, little garage head. Then, what was it, Funky House? And then into house. So I've come with the times. But I've always been into music. Always. It's always been there. And I think... What's your earliest memory of that? Like, music? My earliest memory is... Being probably, I would say probably secondary school in the music lessons when they give you work to do, like to make a, I don't know, some piano thing. And I would end up making some sort of grand beat. <laughs> and the teacher will come out and say, like, oh, how are you lot getting on? And everyone's playing their pianos. I'm like, yeah, look, I'll make this. <laughs> I, think, I remember that. I remember getting a lot of trouble for doing stuff like that. I think, yeah, early secondary school, I think. Yeah. Year seven. Just getting creative. Just getting creative. Yeah. The thing is, I've always been a producer before I was a DJ. So yeah, I, some people come from it from two places. Exactly. Yeah, I've I've always been a producer. I, I was making music for everyone in school. Like you know, you've got them people that want to get in the music career in school, like be a rapper and all that. And I was one of them. <laughs> Didn't really work, but I was making the beats for them, and they was all coming to me. Ben, what you've made today? We we got this today. I was quite popular in school, you know. Yeah, Thinking yeah. About it now, yeah. Well, so you were the MC. And then you I tried to be the MC. Yeah, the, it takes a lot to be the MC. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I was actually really good. Well, I was I was listening back, like my, my best friend found one of our old, really old mixtapes. And I and I was looking back, I was thinking, look, maybe if this DJ thing that work out, <laughs> I could probably go back to try that again, see how that goes. What, on grime or drum bass? No, <laughs> drum and bass, but yeah, no. Grime. I was I was hacking out you know Devlin? Yeah. Sort I do like actually. That. Okay. Like okay, that. yeah, yeah. I was really cool, like, for the lyrics, but, yeah, looking back now, I think I made the right choice, moving away from it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, it's up to you where you go yeah. in your journey, but, you know, whatever you felt more drawn to, right? Yeah, well, 
yeah, no, I think I made the right choice, mate. But I remember I used to, I used to, I was the DJ first. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when, my nan was the only person who'd let me like set up decks and like a, a subwoofer and a PA. <laughs> I had a spare, she had, I had a spare room at my nan's Go house. Nan. And she was, I was like, nan, can I put some decks in that room and a speaker and a, like a PA, you know, like a monitor, like a DJ monitor. <laughs> And it was like a, it was like a thousand watt subwoofer, like the one that you take, one like a wedding DJ would take out. Yeah, it's like a proper yeah. one. And then I, I would mix dubstep in there. That was like my early days. Your nan sounds like the coolest nan ever. She is, yeah, she's the brightest star would be in like, my life. Listen, it's so against our religion. Turn that bloody stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> so, She'd be like, oh, well, at least, at least I know where he is. That was that was her that, methodology. Yeah, no, yeah, no, mate, big up your nan. <laughs> yeah, but no, I was like the host of all the town, like all the MCs that were trying to do like. So you get so drum, drum and bass MCs would come to my nan's house to like <laughs> spit bars over dubstep. <laughs> we're walking into like five people MC and going, you not fancy some biscuits or or something? Yeah, be like six nan. lads up there, and we. <laughs> That's cool, bro. And they'd all be like quite mean guys as well, in a way. She was, was like, are they all right? Yeah. And I'd be like, they're, they're the sweet, they were like the sweetest guys, but then you'd hear about God knows what. Yeah. <laughs> the image I've got now, man. But that's super cool, bro. I love hearing stuff like that. Yeah. No, it was good. That was like my foot. Because I used to live near Bath mm. and they had a record store called Drop Records. Okay. And Danny Bird used to be in there all the time. Do you remember like yeah, liquid drum bass DJ? Wow. Yeah. That's, that's sick, Do you remember those old days of like crate digging where the guy, if you kept going on a Saturday, like he'd kind of get familiar with what you liked and then he'd like save you like a little batch. That's sick. You don't get that's that. That's no gone more. now. You don't get that no more. Yeah. You don't get that no more. That's yeah, no, sad actually. How do you find music? Do you know what? I get it left, right, and center. So on every single social it'll be my Facebook inbox it'll be Instagram inbox it'll be SoundCloud inbox that's one of the main reasons why I set up with you guys oh yeah because it was just it was getting out of hand it was actually getting out of hand and I would miss some you know like from my emails and stuff and I felt really bad like people would message me go oh have you listened to that yet I was like mate sorry I've lost it you need to send it again but the way I'm doing it now for the track stacks is so much easier, man. It's it's like a weight off my shoulders, man. So, oh yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. What about like when you go out exploring? Like, if you were going to go off piste to find new music, like where would you go? Where do you, where do you go without it being sent to you? I think. Um, well, this is another way I've been sent music. So if I'm at a show or doing a show, or even if I'm in a night out, there'll be people coming up to me with their USB. And going, look, hi, Ben. Like, sorry to bother you. Here's um, a USB of some, like, promos. And I think that, I was like, mate, that is sick. I mean, if I, I, I should have done that when I was trying to get my music out there. I think that's a really cool way of doing it, you know, because it shows that they are proper serious. Like, and some of them are unbelievable, mate. I had to mention them and go, mate, thank you for this USB. I, I mean, I've got some amazing tunes from like that. I think, I wish I did something like that. I really do. What held you back? I just, I didn't want to be that guy when it goes, oh, excuse me. Um, like, not not being annoying, that's the wrong word. But like, excuse me, mate, like, can you have, can you have my USB? I couldn't, I couldn't imagine myself doing that. I'd feel like I'd be being a bit of a pest. But then the music that I've got from it, wow. I, I wish I did it now, man. I could have got my music out so much faster to all the guys that I used to go and see. You know? Yeah. It's, it's such a cool way of doing it. I would recommend doing it. Yeah. I think that's how Eats Everything got his career started, actually. Really? Yeah, with Cats and Dogs. There you go. Him and his, he, he tells a story. His, his wife gave him one more year to make music, to like, to like make a go of it because they're having a baby. <laughs> oh. and he's like, oh, like, give me one year. And I think like last month. That's super sick. He got his demos, Cats and Dogs. I love hearing that. What, by USB? CD or yeah, CD USB, or USB yeah, yeah, whatever it was. But it was yeah. like the proper, yeah. Like the tradi- really traditional, traditional approach. Way. Yeah, yeah. That's the way. And that, that approach has not died, by the way. Is it still going on now, yeah? Well, I think it's fresh if you do that. It's not going to be like exactly. trying that's to get I mean, in someone's digital different. inbox. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that's that's, that's There's a more way weight forward. to it. Mm. Yeah, it can feel a little bit more sacred, like yeah. real. Yeah, I, I mean... It's just hard, hard if you're not, if you can't be there. You know? exactly. yeah, and you have to like thing. find a way to get 
By the booth, that's uh, whole <laughs> yeah, never yeah, problem. That's, that's the yeah. next mission, isn't it? Trying to yeah. get to them. Yeah, no. How do you, how do you think it's sort of changed for you um, in regards to, you know, back then maybe getting access to DJs was like a lot easier and now it's kind of... I think it's a lot easier now for me, yeah. Yeah. Um, back in the day was so... I mean, this injury is, this industry is hard enough, you know. It. I, I wouldn't say you have to know someone in the industry to get... But it, it, it's good to know someone to open up that door for you. Like my my management on agent now, he opened a lot of doors for me and made it easier for me to get to my music to the people I wanted it to get to. And now I could do it by myself, like because I've he's opened that door for me. But I think it, it if you get well known or you're starting to get your leg through the door, head through the door, it it, it does get easier to get your music out there. But I can understand because I've been there, how hard it is to get music out there to the people you want to get it to. That's why I have to take my hat off to Jamie, you know? I was going to bring this up later, but how big Jamie is and how, and the amount of demos that guy must get, which you know, <laughs> and he still has the time to literally listen to every single one of them and get back to you. He just sets the bar higher for all these other a rs that are really not on the ball. Yeah, he 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 listens to everyone. Every single one. He doesn't I, hand it off. Listen, I I, I run a small Other people label. hand it off. Exactly. I run a small label and I get hundreds, maybe. <laughs> I, I think to myself, this guy must get thousands. Well, it's interesting because like he the the outcome of that is um, you know, stories like James Paul, you mm. know, got got signed hot tracks like three yeah. times in a row. Mm. You know, and you're like, mm. that's because if you know, he listens to it. I mean. He does. And then he if if it's good. Then it's, that's why I think he really sets the bar high. Yeah, for other A and R's need to take a look at Jamie and 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 really take a leaf out of his book. Yeah, because he's the big, he's arguably the biggest or one of them. And for him, to and he has try, time exactly. Yeah, like yeah, he. I think I, I feel I feel sorry for these young producers a little bit trying to get their music out there because I've been there as well. It's um, so difficult, and and they spend half their days or nights putting their blood sweat and tears into making this music trying to get it signed or get it to the right people to get their leg in the door just a bit and it's hard that's why I really take my heart off to Jamie man I really do he sets the bar high mm. and I think people should look at that and take take a leaf out of his book yeah. where were the hard bits for you was it hard for you yeah it was yeah there was a point don't get me wrong it's, it's easier now but there was a point when I was sending it out and not getting no response, not even saying just a little response, like saying like, oh, really cool tracks, but we're looking for something a little bit different because you don't know if you, you need to find out if you're sending the right thing or what to change or how to make it a little bit better. That's what I try to do when I reply to people who send in demos. I, I say, look, you're nearly there. Just need a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then you're there. But I was getting nothing. Well, we're talking a long time ago. And I was getting nothing back. And it just made me think. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Yeah, like I, it was it was a kick in the teeth. And don't get me wrong, it does play on your mind thinking like, am I ever going to really get it right? Do you know what I mean? Where were you at the time? Like, were you working? Like, I was working, yeah. I was so working you, at the time. So where I was were you, juggling who, both, you know. Who was, were you working for? Like, So I'm, I still do a little bit on the side now. Yeah. I'm, I'm, people don't know, I'm a qualified medical engineer. Oh, yeah. So okay. it, it saved me during COVID, you know, when all my tours were cancelled and stuff because I was working. I was a key worker. I was I was literally working every day. But obviously, just now it's a bit part time, a bit on the side. Yeah. But when I was doing it full time, it, it's tough, mate. Like doing that on nine to five, then coming home, spending all night in the studio, thinking you've got something special, sending it to the labels that you want, not hearing anything back or not even getting a hint if, if you're yeah. really there or not. Yeah. It's, it's tough. It's tough. Is there any particular days where it's like, I'm gonna, oh my god, I'm done. So many days. I mean, <laughs> me, me and Marcella speak a lot. Yeah, there'll be days when we ring each other up. We go, well, back in a quite a while ago. Even now, to be fair, we go, mate, I'm done with this. <laughs> it actually really gets to you. You don't realize how much it actually gets to you. It sort of puts you in like that sort of not a sulking mood, but it does, it hit, hits your confidence a little bit. Hits your confidence a little bit. Like putting all in that work and you feel like it's not got you anywhere. Mm. 
So I do feel I do feel for these people trying to come through now. Mm. I do. What do you do? Like what works for you to like keep yourself on the rails, on the tracks to move forward? Do you know what? <clears throat> I would say now there's little things that are that I started to do that got me a little bit further. Just like, you know, when you're sending um, your private playlist on SoundCloud, like the link, customize the playlist. So if you're sending it to, I don't know, just say for instance, you're sending it to Solid Grooves, make the actual picture, the Solid Grooves picture, so they know that it's actually exclusive to them and you're not just sending this link out to every Tom, Dick and Harry, you know what I'm saying? They appreciate it more. And it was, it did change a little bit when I've done it like that because they, they saw that, oh, okay, this guy's only sending this to us. He's not only sending it to like hundreds and hundreds of other labels, you know. I think that's a really important thing to do, actually. And keep it short. Because <laughs> I used to write essays, like in the email. When I say essays, I was like, yeah, I've released on this label. Yeah, I've done this. I'm, f- I'm thinking of doing this. And then my man, <laughs> when I actually got signed by management, they was like, mate, you need to keep it short. These are too long. Just keep it nice and simple. And customize the playlist for which label you're going to send it to. Because then they, they think, okay, these ain't going anywhere else. They're only for us. And I think it draws them in a little bit more. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, that's really interesting. Was there like a moment where a certain release kind of changed things for you? Um, I think, I think I would, I would say, I would say the first release I did on Solid Grooves was massive my make you feel one the single on Tony Bruce don't get me wrong there were super cool releases before that that really done me well and got me out of there but I think that one sort of kick started a trend of being able to get on other labels and they used to contact me this time you know they actually came to me the ones that I've been trying to get on for ages came to me I was like oh what's happening man cool we'd like some music for you and I was like, yeah, it's finally coming into place. I think, I think that's all it takes. If you, but that's what I'm saying. It's getting on that label first, you know. It's, it's, it's the tough bit. But when, it, when you do finally get on there, I think everything else sort of falls into place. It makes it a little bit easier. Yeah. Like how did that, what did that look like for you? Like how did that show up? Um, well. So you, obviously- had the, you had the release and then things started showing up for you, which you then yeah. felt, okay, actually, this is starting to work now. Yeah, I had the labels that I was trying to get on contacting me instead of me actually reaching out to them. Right. So that's what changed. So, yeah. And it was sort of a relief and it sort of makes you, it gives you that sort of urge to get back into the studio again and go again and make more because you just it gives you that boost, which you need. You do need that. You need the boost now and then because sometimes... If you're doing a nine to five like I was doing and trying to juggle the music and the studio, mate, it's a lot. You need that boost. Yeah. Yeah. There's a out to the nine to five DJs. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Big up the nine Uh, to five DJs, man. So that was the first big signing that kind of changed the game. I I think I had big signings before that. Like I I released on, before that, what was I released on before that? I'd done Green Velvet's label with Marcellus Relief that, and every single track in that EP went to number one. All three of them, like after two days of being released, I've, I've done uh, Lee Foss's labels. I've done loads of big labels before that, but I think, I think where Solid Grooves was going at that time, where there was like you know when it was proper big, like there was proper blowing up. I think it was like it was the right time for me to release on there. Just hit the right time where everyone was going to that label and excited about that label. So thank you, <laughs> guys. And don't get me wrong, remember Solid Crews are my friends. Like these, these I've known these guys for years and years and years. Yeah, Even like, for me as as a friend, it was super hard to get on that label. Like it, no, no perks of being a resident for so many years with them playing at every party and them being my friends. It was still super hard for me to get on that label. <laughs> yeah, I must have sent, I don't know. Lost count how many demos I sent to Bibi. But in the end, I think it was the right time. I think he 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 knew what he was looking for from me at the time, and when he got it, I think we did it right at the right time. Yeah, how did that feel? Oh, it was amazing. I, I didn't. I at first I didn't know. He did um he did a Circle Loco podcast, and I listened to it. And the second tune that he played on it was mine. 
Um, and then and then I was like, wow, I only sent it to him like maybe it was like three days before that, that podcast. And then I thought, oh, we must like it then. And then I saw an email from him saying, you're getting good at this, mate. And then I sort of knew, I was like, yeah, I've got it. And then I got a confirmation, obviously, a little bit later. But yeah, that was a cool moment, actually. Yeah, I bet. That was yeah. a cool moment. The affirmation. Yeah. Because we rely on the we rely on the affirmation and the sort of signs from the people that we're inspired by. That's what that's what I'm talking. That's about. the only way to know. That's your exactly, only guardrail yeah. of like progress. <laughs> that's that's that that was my point about the um the A and Rs and the DJs need to they they actually need to interact with the guys trying to you know who who look up to them and trying to get on their label. I think they they need to interact with them more. And listen, we all need help sometimes with anything we do. Just a little bit of help would help. That's why, like I said, I go back to it again. Take my hat off to Jamie. He does it. And he, he does it right. He does. <laughs> he does. <laughs> he does it right. So we were talking before this. Um, you're Tito. Yeah, I am. Proud uh, moment, man. Yeah. There's, like, how is that? Mate, you know what? It is the best thing I ever did. Honestly, my mindset since, since I started is completely different. The things that I've achieved since I've been T-Total, I never would have done back in the day. Never would have achieved it. No way. No way on earth. It's just your whole mindset is different. Your, your, your thinking, the way you feel inside, you're f- fresh, like ready, energized. It's, it's just, mate, honestly, it was the best thing I ever did. Best thing I ever did. My friends call me boring now. But <laughs> it is the best thing I ever did. Yeah. And I do recommend it. It's, it's, if so, it, listen, if you can't do it, like, full stop, like if, you, if you can't com- stop full stop, then have, like, not rest rest days, sort of, and you'll see the difference. Mm. You'll see the difference. Like, what you're, what you yeah, said well, you're I'm experiencing, yeah, yeah. For a year. Yeah. You'll feel the difference, and it make you want to do another year, and then another year. Best thing I ever did. Yeah. How did you start? Like, was it easy? I'll be honest with you. Yeah, it was for me. It was. Um, I just, I I struggled with the hangovers, the calm downs. I mean, as you know, this industry is it's it's around you twenty four seven. You know, um, <laughs> and back in my heyday, I did take advantage of that, <laughs> and it just took such a bad effect on me. I, the the like I said, the calm downs, and it would make me not want to do studio work for like two weeks like just didn't want to be around anything to do with work and yeah just turned into this loft <laughs> well I did anyway I couldn't recommend it anymore man do you it think was, that fed into your progress 100% I think that is the main don't get me wrong the music did the talking but I wouldn't have made that sort of music to get signed on where they've been signed and heard if I was if I wasn't sober I just think it's your mindset is completely different man it really is it's, it's, it's on point it's on point yeah I can relate it's on point can relate to that mm-hmm. yeah and do you still enjoy the rave though oh, I love you it. know because a part you know part of it is you know of course enjoying yourself Listen, I can still out rave my friends <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course I will always love the raves mate because there's a stigma isn't it you yeah, go, you, is, yeah. you know you go to the rave you get on it. Yeah. If that's like the... Of course. That's the agenda, right? But I promise you, if whoever's listening and wants to do it, you can have the best time about any of that stuff, man. You, you're you just so more on point. You're, 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 you're listening to the music even more, like you're hearing bits of the music that you probably wouldn't have heard when you're plastered. And you, you proper take it in. And for me, going to the raves now sober, don't get me wrong, I have a drink, but I wouldn't, I, I don't drink to the point where I'm drunk you know my body would tell me that i need to start drinking the water now it, i get more inspired now now that i'm that i don't do anything else because i sort of take in everything then all the new sounds that i wouldn't have heard before and it, it inspires me more now it makes me want to go as soon as i get home from that rave i'm in the studio with those ideas. With those ideas. With those new ideas. You need, you need them there. Because if you go to sleep and they're gone in the morning. Yeah, they are. Yeah. That's it. Well, so you work on them straight away. Straight away. Uh, straight away. Turn on the computer. I'm on it. Yeah, that's good. 
Mate, the power of it. It's powerful. I think it's powerful. And it's uh, people are talking about it more now. I keep, yeah. I keep I keep sort of bumping into people like, yeah, I'm doing it. Mate, it's I'm the good best on thing you. I ever did. The best thing I ever did. And I couldn't recommend it anymore. Even though my friends are like, oh, you're boring now, whatever. Nah. It is the best thing I ever did. Yeah. And my management and my agents are like, man, you are the most professional person in the group. <laughs> like you're on it. You're so on it. And it and it, it, it Makes me feel good when they say stuff like that, you know, because don't know, everyone else is still partying, and I'm that boring guy in the studio <laughs> with the glasses on, <laughs> twenty four hours in the studio. Ah, best thing I ever did, man. Yeah, by far. Yeah, and so like, when it comes to, you know, how you arrived at at that place to be like, okay, I need to go teetotal to go to that next level. Was it was it like that, or was it more just for you? I think I think it was more for me. <clears throat> Don't get me wrong, my, my health played a little bit of part of it as well, which made it a little bit easier. But I think I needed to do that for me to to actually take me to the next level. I, I realised myself I needed to do it. I, I realised before I did it that I needed to do it, but it just took me a little bit longer to realise that day. There was one day I remember waking up. No, not even waking up. Being awake all night from coming back from party and not being able to sleep, couldn't breathe through my nose, <laughs> watching snooker for about eight hours <laughs> on the telly. And I thought, this ain't, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. I, I used to struggle with the, the come downs and the hangovers bad anyway. And now, listen, I'm, I'm getting on a bit now. It's taken, it, it, it took, a, even, even when I have a little drink now, you can sort of feel it in the morning, go, ooh, the age plays a part. Don't lie to yourself and say that age don't. It does. It plays a part. But I think mostly it was for my health and for me moving forward. I, I, I knew I needed to do it. Yeah, definitely. And I, health is. I mean, health is important to everyone. But you know, you work in the med. You work in the medical industry. I did not know that. Yeah. Um. You know how. So how started, do you approach health? It all started. Remember when COVID? When COVID came. Mm. The unlucky one, me, caught it super bad. I was in hospital for, I don't know, a week. Um, had home care for a week after. And I got diagnosed with long COVID. And ever since, you just know your body, my health. <laughs> like I was saying, I've been ill nonstop now. It's just completely ruined my immune system. And I, if I get ill now, I get ill, that proper ill. I'll get a cold and it'll turn into bloody <laughs> pneumonia or something. That's how bad it is. So I, I needed to do it for my health anyway. That was a big part of it. But but I knew before then that I needed to do it. You just sort of get you just sort of get to a point where you know it's time. Look, you've been there, done it, you bought the t-shirt, you're not missing out on anything now. And to be honest with you, if I'm being totally so totally honest with you, the stuff that's out now going around, this is it's not like before, it's super dangerous. Or the or the two C stuff, whatever. Everything. It is. Yeah. I, I just I couldn't trust it. Anything. Yeah. There's just so much bad stuff going around right now. It's just insane. Yeah. Like I've had friends pass away from it. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Friends yeah. pass away from it, and it's 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 scary, man. Mm -hmm. It's 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 scary. I'm scared for my friends now that still party. You know, they're all smart and they know what they're doing, but it just takes one bad, one bad thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know if even even if I. Still wanted to do it. I don't think I could. Do you think like sober rays would ever be a thing? I don't think that would ever be a thing. <laughs> <laughs> would you go? And I, I wouldn't want would to be go? that person to like, go. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Ten thousand sober people at the ring. I, 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 I just uh, nah. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I need. I need them people around me. You know. I want to so soften the vibe yeah, a bit. Yeah. I do. I yeah. need them. I. I could. I could just imagine. A, do you know what it remind me of? You know them silent discos when you have the headphones on and people just standing there going, <laughs> yes. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't be that person in there. Mm -mm. Although I, I actually experienced a really good silent disco last year that, oh, at Forbidden Forest. It was amazing. Oh yeah, no, yeah. That was no, a listen, listen, proper some, good some, one. Some are, you know Creamfields do it on the first night, don't yeah, they? Yeah, the and they, they, you can go anywhere in the campsite with them. Have oh, you done see, that? See, no, I've done you go anywhere with the they work anywhere in the campsite. That's so cool. you can go and sit in your campsite with the headphones on and listen to the 
the Sonic wow. Disco. I, oh, I was yeah. like, that's actually quite good. Yeah, see, that's all right. But everyone in one place, sober, with, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. Conscious raving. <laughs> I feel like I'd be there to just be there and prove a point. Hey, I'm sober. I couldn't do it. No, <laughs> no I, couldn't, I couldn't do it. Mm. Couldn't. Mm. So where's... um. Where has that taken you from, you know, the moment you decided to, like, where you are today, like, you know, you had that release with Solo Grooves, which was like an inflection point. <coughs> yeah. You know, how did you go from, what was the transition, basically, between you working full-time and then, you know, that kind of coming part-time? I think, um, I was just, I was just gigging a lot more. Um, before I was doing, I don't know, maybe two a month so I needed to still work you know but and I wasn't really touring then I did I did like UK tours and stuff like that but I wasn't really touring around Europe and stuff then I think I, I would say the last three years where it's it, I, I couldn't work full time it's, it's impossible for me to even do it with, with the touring and the shows and stuff like that which is a good thing it's a good it's a good place to be I, I do, I know a lot of people say um, you have to be, you have to make music, whatever, to take it to the next step. And and I do think you should make music. But you still, you still have DJs out there that are just DJs, rich, super sick DJs that don't really make music. And they're touring all over the place. They're touring all over the place. But um, obviously I would say make music. But yeah, I just think... I would say three years, the last three years for me is when I sort of broke through and was able to just do a little bit on the side now and not full time, which is a good thing because I, do you know what as well? I, I'll take my hat off to the nine survivors that do it because they do like play every weekend still and stuff like that. I'll take my hat off to them, man. I really do because it's hard. It's hard work, mate. They must be absolutely knackered. <laughs> Well, it depends on their age, actually. I'm an old man now, so <laughs> I'm speaking from my age. Yeah. But yeah, I'll take my hat off to them. Yeah. The ones that's putting all that work and doing the nine to five still. Super cool. Yeah. You think, because maybe people don't realise it, it takes a long time to be well, in mate, a position where you can fund it yeah. completely. Yeah. Well, look, let's, look, let's take it from me. I've been doing this for like 15 years. People don't realise. People look from the outside and go, oh, look. He's doing, he's doing so well, like in a short space of time. Now, been doing it for fifteen years, this game, and I would say only in the last three years, I've been able to, you know, do a little bit of work on the side now and just do music full time. Fifteen years, it takes a while. Mm. It's, it's, it's a, some people are lucky, you know, they could just get into it straight away, make one bang ass, get signed, and then they're out, they're gone. But yeah, fifteen years for me, mate, it was grind. Yeah, grinding. Where were the where were like the hard parts in that? I just think um, the hard parts. I would say probably the hardest part for me. Uh, obviously, I said to you before I was making grime and stuff like that. I was I had so much music unreleased. I was actually scared to pull it out there because I didn't know how people would react to it. I think that was the hard part for me. Everyone wants to tell me oh, your music's sick. But they were my friends. You know, I was just show, just show my friends and they're not going to say, mate, that's terrible. I, I used to think to myself, I don't know how people react to it because I still had some of them elements of like garage bit and um, I didn't know how people would take it. But once I got it out there, it was the best thing I ever did. Best thing I ever did. Uh, yeah, for me, that's the hardest part was getting out there. Or deciding to, that I wanted to put it out there. Yeah, yeah, because I was, I wouldn't say I was worried, but I was, I didn't know how people would react to it. Like, what, what, what do you mean? Like, were you worried that people would reject it? Yeah, I think rejection was a part of it. And when you listen to some of the music that was out there already, you'd be like, oh, man, that's super cool. But this is long ago we're talking about. That That's super cool, man. And I remember listening back to mine, thinking it's not quite there compared to theirs. How do you? How did you compare? Because uh, sa- 
The song's would, so you, subjective. Like. Yeah, I know. I, it's something I shouldn't have done. I don't know. I would like, I would listen to what's coming out and DJs I would like, whatever, producers. And then I would sort of listen to their shit and go, yeah, that, that sounds wicked. Then I would listen to mine. But this is where I was not thinking. The, tr- the tracks that are out were already mixed and mastered, so they're sounding amazing. And I'm just listening to mine raw, you know? And that's where I went wrong. So it took me a little bit longer just to get it out there. Interesting. Mm. What, just because it didn't sound as well leveled? Yeah, just it didn't sound as good as well. Then you made, you made the, like, the decision yeah, that it, it wasn't as good. Yeah, I took, I, yeah I'm, do you know what it is? You're your own worst critic. Yeah, of course. You're your own worst critic. And sometimes it could be the downfall, but I, I, I remember the first time, well, I can't even remember the first label I got signed to. But I remember, I remember getting out there. Um, I used to be in a duo, by the way, a long, long time ago. Me and my best friend, Lewis, who was called the Tech Twins. Yeah, I oh, know, mate, I can tell by your face. And we, we was quite, we was really big, you know. Like, there was not, I wouldn't say really big, but I mean, people would come to see us. Like, because even when we started playing for Solid Grooves, we were Tech Twins. Yeah, first we were Tech Twins. <laughs> I've got to bring this up. I remember Michael Bibby, when he used to do the flyers, used to hate putting our name on there. He would go, Ben, you have to change the name. I just can't see it on the flyer. I don't like it. <laughs> And Michael, actually, do you know what? Michael Bibby was, because obviously my partner left, he got married, had kids, whatever. Life. Yeah. And this is mad. I used to call my, so when he left, we was Tech Twins and I just removed the Z and left it as Tech Twins. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember Michael Bibby going, Ben, Ben, right, listen, if you want to play for me, you you have to change the name. You've got a cool name. You've got Ben Murphy. That's a really cool name. And, and I was like, no, baby, I need to, like, everyone knows me as Tech Twin. They wouldn't know who I am on the flyer. And then one day I remember him releasing the flyer for Sonic Grooves and it said Ben Murphy. I was like, baby, like, he, t- he said, look, it's staying as that, like it or lump it. And then from there, Ben Murphy. That's so really Bibi, cool. Yeah. So Bibby is the actually one that made me take the step. Oh, really? That's mad, isn't it? I didn't know that. Thinking about it now, it's actually crazy. You wouldn't have done it otherwise. I don't, maybe down the line, like, Obviously, I was still new to the game then. I was still trying to break through. I, I didn't realize that that names, like names, are actually a thing. Like a brand. Yeah, yeah, it is like it, you're using your name is exactly, a brand. yeah, exactly. And some people, even labels, don't sign some tracks from from like the names of the DJs. It can be biased. It can. Yes. It can. And I found that out. I did. I actually did. Yeah, I found it out. How did you find that out? Well, I, I didn't. I don't think. When was the first? It took me back. Two years as Tech Twin to sign music, and and I didn't understand why because the tunes I was making then was like they got much better. I was, and once I made that transition to Ben Murphy, thank you, Bibby, it really did take off. So yeah, it's mad thinking about it like that actually. And Michael Bieber was the start of Ben Murphy. That's, yeah, what's well, wonderful. Mm. But like going back to that rejection part, like. You know, how did you... So before, you were not putting your music out. I had, mate, honestly. And then, like, you decided, like, what would... Take me back to that moment. So... The moment where you were like, do you know what? Yeah. I'm going to do this. This is no word of a lie. I had maybe 50 unreleased tracks, a folder of 50 tracks, all different genres, genres of music. And I was playing for... I don't know if you remember, there was a, a party that... Michael Bibby and um, some of the Solid Grooves guys used to be involved with an after party called Dawn. Dawn After Hours. Yeah. I was resident for them as well. And one of my good friends who's who's still with Solid Grooves now said to me, Ben, you need to, you're a sick DJ. Everyone comes to see you, whatever, but you need to take it to the next step now. You need to improve everything. Like, from socials to start getting the music out there because they, they heard the music. I used to play it at the party. And I was like, oh, what's this? I was like, it's one of mine. I was like, man, that's sick. You need to get this out of here. Like, it's just sitting, catching dust. And I think that was the kick up the bottom. Being told that I need to take the next step. And yeah. I listened. Yeah. And it helped. It was the best thing I ever did. Really? So I do owe a lot of what I'm doing now to a few people. 
Yeah. Yeah. Without them, I probably wouldn't have, I probably would have done it down the line, but they it just would have take, taken longer and longer. Yeah, taken longer, yeah. Yeah. So I do owe a lot to some people. Do you think that the more action you took without judging or thinking, the more progress you made? Yeah, 100%. Because I, I, um, I trained with a guy last year. I've known him for a long time. He's a guy called Mike Chang. Mm. And um, he's a very important person in my life and in many people's lives. Um, and he, he was the first YouTube fitness YouTuber. He oh, ran okay. Six Pack Abs, which was the biggest fitness YouTube channel. Oh, I need to get involved in that. And uh, yeah, yeah, we all need to. <laughs> we all need to. Yeah, it'd be nice to run a bit yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but he teaches this thing called flow training, which is what I do. Mm. Um, he kind of left that, went on a big journey to find a way to uh, feel more balanced in the body. And uh, one of the lessons that he teaches is um, acting without judgment. Okay. And I think what you're speaking to there is like a lot of the time we judge ourselves. Yeah. We're and then because of that, we don't take the action. Or we judge the perfectionism of the thing. Mm. So like trying to make the perfect post, the perfect track, the perfect, and you just keep tweaking it and tweaking it, or you yeah. take it down, you delete it. And what I learned from him is that the progress actually comes from doing it without thinking about it. It does. The roughest version of it, the quickest version of it, and you just keep taking action and therefore the progress comes. You're just overthinking stuff and it just complicates it. When you're doing, when you're just letting it flow and not worrying about all that, it just breaks down so many barriers, and it is a weight off your shoulders as well. Not having to worry about all that other stuff. Yeah, because it's just be you in it. Yeah, all you can do. Don't try and be something else or something that looking at other what other people are doing and do that. Be you. So is that like you saying that on that day when that you had that conversation where you're like, hey, you need to up your game. Mm -hmm. You weren't taking action or you were judging all the action got you're going to take. I got comfortable as as a DJ playing a lot, like playing a lot and having my own music and playing it. I, I just got too comfortable and um, I thought, yeah, I'm doing well now. But I wasn't, if that makes sense. I'm doing well. I'm playing all these parties. People are coming to see me. I'm making music and I'm playing it and people like it. But yeah, I, I think I just got too comfortable and I needed that kick up the bottom and say, look, done this bit now you need to move to the next bit and I did mm. and so like now like today mm. you know when you approach your career do you do it about four or do you still have that judgment I do it about four right so the judgment's gone it's gone yeah completely uh, and, and it's just it just flows now but don't get me wrong one day I could hit that brick wall again you know but right now like I said the last three years have been Amazing. And so what what me and my management do is we always try to progress every year and make... So we'll look at last year and we'll go, right, we need to better this year. That's what we do now. And it gives me goals, targets, and it just drives you. It gives you that drive, you know, to, to work towards... Yeah. Yeah, a lot has changed. <laughs> when, I look, when I look back now I, I, and I look back, I just made it a lot harder for myself, I think. I made it a lot harder for myself. Why do you think you did that? I honestly don't know. Maybe a confidence thing, maybe maybe comparing to people that already made it, which I was doing. I think we all I think a yeah. lot a lot it that's a really big problem in this I, I think, in this I world. Think, yeah. I think it slowed my process down a lot. A lot. I, I think if I didn't do that, I think maybe even I probably would have been two years ahead now. From where I am now. But yeah, listen, sometimes you've got to learn the hard way. Mm. Yeah. And it's a lesson, you know? It's a lesson learned. Yeah. What is that lesson? If you like condense it into one um, sentence. I'll ju I'll just say I'll just say not not worry about what other people are doing and putting out and just trust yourself, trust your process. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, you know. What's the worst that can happen? I, I that's what I should have done, I think. But I'm not now. Look, I'm I'm doing all right now. But I mean, when I look back, I just think I um, made it a lot harder for myself. I think trust the process, your own process, and believe in yourself. Yeah, 
make or, music for yourself exactly, almost. Exactly, yeah. yeah. If you don't like it, then. Exactly. And I think, yeah, that that's one bit of advice I would give. Exactly what you just said. Mm. So what's your, what does your week look like? Like what type of, um, you know, what habits are working for you? Apart from obviously sharing that, you know, being teetotal is mm. a big influence on your energy and how you approach the action you need to take. Uh, my week would be uh, <laughs> my, my my manager agent. He says that I, I I live in my studio, like literally every day for me is a studio day. If I'm not touring and stuff and not gigging, which I can't wait to get back to now. I don't know if you saw what happened to me from my last tour last year. So done this amazing tour around Europe, best thing ever. All these countries, best shows I've ever done. My last show, Barcelona. Um, after party, put my bag down for one second, and it's, it's stolen. Had my passport in it, everything. Oh, when I tell you, it, it people loved my stories because I I documented the whole thing of me trying to get home. I had to go to the embassy, uh, wait another five days in Barcelona. Spent so much, I don't even know what I spent with the hotels. Um, Cancelled flights trying to get back. Ended up getting a ferry and then missing a ferry, so I had to get another one. Missing the Eurostar back from Paris, so I had to get a coach for 16 hours. Mate, I was ready to wave the white flag with touring for everything. And obviously there was um, a strike at the post office then, so I didn't get my passport back for like another 21 weeks. So I missed out on so many tours. I'm literally... Starting again in March from when that was because I've missed out on so much. He's got one of those air tags. No, no I've bought, bought, bought you know, one of those bags that go around there. It's not leaving my... Oh, right. Yeah. It's not leaving me, mate. It was the worst thing ever happened to me. All my friends would tell you, oh, I was in the... State. Hysterics. Mm. Yeah. But I still, I saved all the videos. I documented it all. It was just making people laugh so much. But yeah, that was a memory. Yeah. That was a memory. That was another lesson learned. What, from traveling? Yeah. You just got to be careful, man. You got to look after it. You can't yeah. always assume everyone's yeah. nice, yeah? No, don't get me wrong. Look, I love Barcelona and all that, but my my management said it even happened to a lot of the artists out there in Barcelona. Just got to be careful, man. I was mm. took it for granted, just enjoying myself. But to be fair, I in Barcelona, when my friend arrived to visit me when I was out there, we were on the tube for less than 10 minutes and he got his, his bag saying. robbed. Apparently it's really big out there. Like they're really, they're really good at it. it. Yeah. yeah. They're like amazing guy. Well, like, <laughs> like Superman must have took my bag. I was literally looking at my bag. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. It was a memory. Yeah. So you're in the studio all the time. Yeah. You know, how do you, what, what's your morning like? Um, what time do you get up? Oh man. I'm an early bird. I'm six, seven o'clock. I feel like me, I, if I, if I ever lay in, I feel like I've wasted day sort of thing. That's my mindset. Oh, and plus I've got a massive, massive dog puppy that thinks she's a chihuahua, but she's not. She's an XL bully. So that's hard work, mate. <laughs> so that keeps me on my toes. Uh, taking her for a walk. I, just, I like to go for walks and stuff. I like to clear my head before I step in the studio. Okay. Because I feel like if I spent all night in the studio um, on one track, and all them ideas are still in my head. I sort of end up going back in there the next day and overcomplicating things. So I like to go for a walk, retrain, relax the brain cells, go back in there fresh and then go back out, get on it. Yeah. And your studio's at your house? Yeah. 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 See, that's another thing. Like, I've made some of my best music just on my laptop and headphones. You don't need, like, don't get me wrong. I look at some studios and I think, wow, that's amazing. I've got, um, my studio is in my bedroom. In a corner, see, nice and simple. That's how I like it. Okay. That's yeah. how I like it. Yeah. So you walk in the morning, you get in, then straight in the studio? Um, don't get me wrong. I, I, I'm a little bit of a gamer. I do have a bit. I do have a go on the games a little bit. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm a bit of a geek behind the scenes. <laughs> I'll admit that. I'm not ashamed to admit that. Yeah. Yeah, I do like my games. One thing I need to do this year, I need to, now, I might even holler at your mate about this six-pack thing. I need to get back in the gym. 
Oh yeah. Oh no, no. So he he used to run that channel. Oh. But he 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 left it and then now he does this thing I called flow flow training. There. Yeah. Yeah, I need to go back. No, to he the does gym, mate. No, but flow training is really good. I recommend it. Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely need to go back in the gym. You can do it at home. <sighs> I've been doing gym it four years. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. mate. Yeah, no, I need to get back in the gym. It, it helps, doesn't it? It's, it's another it's thing. Good for your mindset, yeah? Exactly. It's another yeah. thing. Good to pump, pump the Especially blood. if you grasp, don't mind admitting this, I suffer from anxiety and a panic, panic attacks. Okay. Um. So, music, that's why I'm in the studio 24-7. Music takes my mind off it all, you know? Music is my sort of go-to. Has um, that been something you've had for a long time? I honestly believe it was... The drugs that started it. Uh, that, I think that obviously that's another reason why I say I give up because of my health. But I think that was yeah. I, I mean, I've I've always had a bit of anxiety, but not like you know when you get the anxiety attacks, the, the can't breathe and stuff. I think that was all stemmed from the drugs, definitely, hundred percent, overdoing it. That and that's what I said when I say the come downs. I was experiencing that on come downs, you know, like and it. Anxiety and panic attacks. This is another reason why I stopped. So music is like my escape, I would mm. say. I know it sounds cliche, but music did save my life. Wow. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I say it all the time. Even though I, I know that's cliche, everyone says that. But it's it's very true. Very, very true. Mm. So actually, the, this teetotal thing is really important to you. It needed to be done. Yeah. It really, it's not like it was... Don't get me wrong, it was a choice, but it actually needed to be done. I wish I did it sooner because I think I would have been even further now in in life where what I'm trying to achieve. But I I think I take my hat off to myself, like actually, because I know it's not easy doing that, you know, Just waking up one morning and going, that's it, stop, I don't want to do it no more. But I did that. <clears throat> and even some of my friends are like, wow, like, you actually, I can't believe you did it like so easy. Yeah, best thing I ever did, mate. Like I said, mm. needed to be done. Mm. Yeah, I think it's important. It's a really important time because you can get a bit swept up in it otherwise, mate. Especially in this industry, you know, you can just become a bit like sort of lose ground. Yeah, you yeah, know, I'm talking. Do you know what I mean by you lose ground? If you, yeah. spend, you spend a weekend off it, exactly. You know, I'll like, spend two weeks just. Laying on my sofa, not doing anything, like feeling sorry for myself. And obviously, when I was working, still calling in sick every day. I won't say that on record. So I hope my boss ain't listening. <laughs> calling in sick every Monday. Yeah, I mean, if you're looking to do it, it's the best thing ever, man. I, w- I couldn't recommend it anymore. Mm. You might, you're gonna, you'll find that out anyway. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving it already. Yeah, yeah, I'm fully in. And I can relate to the anxiety oh, yeah. anxiety thing massively. Yeah. yeah. I never liked really doing it because I it would just be, I used to say it was like climate control. Mm. You just spend the whole night trying to, oh, I need, need some Fight. more water. Survive. And I need to go outside. Survive. Oh, man, on the Sundays. You know that show, Columbo? Yeah. He saved my life about a million times. <laughs> Honestly, I owe him my life. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. 20 episodes of Colombo on Sundays. Yeah. Yeah, no, mate. It's, when I look back now, I couldn't think of doing that any ever again. Mm. Never. So it's mainly, so, you know, going back to your days now, like your walks are your go-to, you know, like any other? I, I mean, I'm not saying to everyone to get a dog, but <laughs> my dog has really helped me, man. It really does. Take, take it for a dog or walk around the park in the morning. Maybe not in the winter, it's absolutely freezing, but in the summer, it's so nice. Mate, it's, it's a game changer. It really is. Just little things like that. And like I said, you said the gym helped as well. Man, just little things like that really do help, man. And I needed stuff like that. I really did, because I'm an overthinker. I, I would sit in my house overthinking everything. If I'm just sitting there, when I was doing the come downs, it was so horrible, man. Mm. Honestly, thinking back. And so you don't, you're, not, you're not in that space anymore? No, don't get me wrong, I still have anxiety, but completely different to when when I used to like, dabble in it all. Ever, I think I think everyone has a little bit of anxiety, don't they? But yeah, nothing like before. Now, my headspace is completely different now. I feel much healthier. 
um, more just focused on achieving stuff now, hitting the goals, the targets, and bettering myself. So it's it's, it's a life changing thing. Mm. Yeah, you know, I, I it's 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 really cool hearing that it's had such an impact on you. Mm. And then the music, and then yeah. the career, yeah. and then all the goals that you wanted to hit. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny that, right. isn't it? <laughs> now, don't get it wrong. I think some people, you know, they can wade through and do a session, still have success. You I know. know. I, I I really envy them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I swear. I'm like, um, yeah. I'm trying to think off the top of my head who would yeah, fit that narrative. But, I really yeah. envy them and the people that can actually bloody sleep after it as well. Oh yeah, people just fall asleep. I'm like, <laughs> how? How are you falling asleep? Like, Ugh. Yeah, nah, mate. It's honestly, it's, it's the best thing I ever did. Yeah. So I think I think that's um, you know, I, I always try and sort of arrive at a question, which is, you know, what advice would you give to an upcoming producer? Right. Uh, apart from like everything we talked about, which yeah. I think has been really good. I think I think now, I think um, I'm hearing a lot of the same music being made out there right now, I think make something like different, make something like that not everyone else is making because I'm not saying people get bored of hearing it. They're still really good music, but it's, it's so nice and fresh when you get that inbox of something so different compared to what you hear every day. Um, don't do what I did. <laughs> like stay true to yourself. I think have your own sound. I think if you have your own sound, that's important. I think I, I have. I think I have my own sound. How do you define your own sound? Because I think so, sometimes it's hard to grasp yeah. what that means. I think so. If someone heard one of my songs out, they will go, "That's Ben Murphy's song," without even knowing it is. I've heard that a lot. I've heard people send me songs going, "Oh, that's yours, isn't it? It's one of yours. I'm releasing it." I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I've, my, for me, it's my drums. My drums are really precise. They, everyone knows my drums. I think having your own sound is really important. It, it. it sort of I can explain it it sort of um, makes you stand out from the rest I think it's really important to have your own sound and how do you think you can stand out like you said drums do you think it's picking a certain element in a track I think so yeah I think maybe just making something different not not always staying in the same lane the same genre test yourself um, like me now some of the music I'm making is, I would never would have put it out before it's completely different to what I usually make I like testing myself. I like exploring new sounds. And like I said, A&Rs now are looking for something fresh, not what everyone's making, like not following the trend. I, I think that's the best advice I would I would say if you want to break through now because every, everyone's just making, everyone's making minimal, minimal tech, right? I, 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 and I'm, I, don't get me wrong, mine still are, but I'm introducing more sort of weird sounds and the breakdowns are crazy now if you heard some of my unreleased tracks <laughs> I just I like to, to test I think to test yourself test yourself step out of your comfort zone you know it's good to hear something fresh that's 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 what I would say mm. definitely mm. and so what's next for you this year so wow this year is going to be a bit mental so the touring is going to be full pelt this year Europe, US, South America. There's so much. Be probably careful what I say because my man just listening. But yeah, there's. There, I, I, for me, I, I love playing in the UK. I'm from the UK. So I love London, but I think, and it's just something about playing in Europe and abroad. The the, the crowds, um, the way they love them. They their music is like life to them. It's just the, the reactions you get from playing some tracks maybe say in London where you've got the sort of young crowd which really don't really know about the music they're just out for a good time whereas in Europe they're out for the music and they know what's like they, they're so clued up about it. you can tell the difference man so yeah I think this year is going to be a lot of touring um, some absolutely amazing music coming out on labels that I can't I, I, I hate that guy you know when you invite someone in for Podcast to talk about stuff and you can't really say anything, but yeah, it's all right. Yeah, you, 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 there's some amazing music coming out for me this year. Okay, amazing, that's good. And where can people find and connect with you? I'm an open book. Yeah, um, I 
I have people messaging me on all sorts of social media accounts and they actually surprised of how much I interact with them. They're like, man, I, I didn't expect you to reply or talk to me for an hour. You know, I, I, I love it because I, I remember me trying to do that and getting <laughs> completely blanked and ignored. <laughs> like, I, I love in, interacting with, say, my fans. But like the people who follow me and my music and that, I think, look, without these guys, you're not going to, I wouldn't be where I am now. Without them sharing and buying my music and all that, you wouldn't be where you are now. So I think you need to give back to them and help them as much as you can and interact as much as you can. I enjoy doing it. I really do. So we can get, we can get audio anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah, nice. Anywhere. Hey, I've, listen, I've gave people... I've spoke to like for the first time my phone number. I said, give me a call. I think that's important. Yeah. yeah. I think some people get to a level and then they sort of. Yeah, it goes to the head. Yeah. 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 I'm it's so not a good look. Earth, it's not a good I'm look. I'm so humble and I always will be. I'll never forget where I come from. Like I said, I've given people my phone number after speaking for them for five minutes. So give me a call. Let's talk. I think I'll always be like that. I don't know. I don't think I'll ever change. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's nice. Mm. It's the best way to be, man. You know what I mean? I, don't get me wrong, it's easy for this game to go to your head, you know? I'm not going to lie. but I think so. It really is. It really is. But I, 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 I just couldn't be that person. I couldn't be that person, man. Mm. I'm always, I'm always going to be down to earth. Down to earth. Down to earth. Humble. Humble. Humble, man. I think it gets you along. Do you know what? People appreciate it more as well. Like I've, I, I like hearing stuff like, oh, Ben Murphy. Like, say, like, the, um, they'll go back to my agent or my management and go, mate, Ben Murphy is, like, we so enjoyed working with him, man. He's so down-to-earth, humble, got involved, so nice. It's, I, think it, I think it's important because, don't get me wrong, I've seen how some people can be and how I've known people that I used to be friends with and completely changed in this game. And it's sad to see, man. I just couldn't be that person. Would you, would you care to go into that a bit? Like, not not people, but like yeah. the is I that just, a certain behaviour change? Yeah, completely, completely. So not so humble. No, not humble right. at all. Yeah, used to be the most humblest person ever. Chat every day, exchange music. Now it's like blank. Or if you see him out or at a party, it's just completely up there and bottom. Yeah. Not good, man. So I actually think remaining humble is important. 100%. I mean... Why do you think it changes for people? I honestly don't know. I, I just think it's like a... It's like, oh, I'm too good for you now. Or something like that. Or I don't want to be seen with them people because people might think that I'm downgrading myself or something like that. I've seen it. It's, like I said, this as, as sick as this music industry is, the best... It's so, it's such a cutthroat industry, man. It's a pyramid. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It is. It's a as pyramid. It's a Any, industry and, anything is a pyramid. Yeah. It's, I've seen it, man. It's not nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll never be that person. Yeah. Couldn't. That's no, good. That will carry you through. And it has. It already is. Yeah, yeah, it has. Like, it has. It has. Like, people that I've played for rebook me. Like for sick parties, like say I definitely want to work with you again. Yeah, and that's it. I think building relationships is is so important because it's such an you know okay yes yeah, a big industry but it also isn't. No. Yeah. No, it's not. Everyone in this industry knows each other. Yeah, it's like pretty yeah. pretty interlaced. It's like living, <laughs> living on EastEnders Street or something. Yeah. Like that, you're right, Jamie. Yeah, you're right, Richie. Yeah. yeah. Like when you go to ADE, you're like, oh, oh yeah. Man, yeah, hello. Yeah. <laughs> you again? Yeah. No, but I like that. Though. Yeah, I know like it's that. amazing. Yeah, I like that. I do, but then, I wish we had something like that in London. Yeah. LDE. Yeah. <laughs> Heard it here first. LDE. Oh, my God. Let's yeah, do yeah. it. Another gap in the market, mate, <laughs> that you found. London dance event. Why Why not? It's that's, so expensive to going it. to Amsterdam for that weekend. Yeah, it God. Is. It is. If you're, if you're not playing or you're not an artist, I've been on the other side of it, not playing. It is bloody expensive. It's bloody good, though. So good, man. <laughs> it's a good party. Are you going Of course. You go every right. year. Yeah, I've, got, I've, got, I've been every year. I've got stuff Last year was kind of different because we had, we had like, we booked a meeting room and we had like meetings. <laughs> Although we booked it, but like the first half of each morning, it was just me and George sat in there. <laughs> <laughs> we we booked it in like a, we booked it in like the fancy hotel that um, 
all like the headliners stay in the conservatorium. Yeah, yeah, I know the one. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like not cheap. We put this meeting room, and then we didn't have any meetings in the first day. Yeah, we were like, yeah. we were like, yeah, everyone's gonna come here, <laughs> and then wow. we just sat in there all day. And I was like, it's quite an expensive day, George, <laughs> in this meeting room. Nah, man. But no, AD is yes. amazing. It's AD, so good, man. AD is amazing. I've been going style. for like seven years or something now. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you go to the one where it was? Covid, sort of like where they still had the restrictions. No, when you, when you had to show your pass in the bars and stuff, that no. was crazy, man. That was such an experience. No, I I didn't go then. I mean, I lived in Amsterdam before mm. Covid arrived. It was proper strict there, wasn't it? Yeah, proper. That's why I left. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't really. Know, no one knew, right? No one knew what was going to happen. Mm. I remember Mum calling me. She was like, "You need to come home." I was like, "I'm only in Amsterdam." <laughs> <laughs> um. I ended no, up. It was a strange. It was a strange yeah. one. You have to every bar, even for one beer, you have to show your COVID pass. It's strange. Really? Yeah. It was so strange, and and the show we had was limited to like hundred people. It was, mm. it was. It was. just wasn't the same. But last year it was insane. Yeah, it was amazing. It was the best one I think. Did you play? There. No, I was there as a raver. Yeah, punter. Oh, it was unbelievable. <laughs> It's really good as a pandemic. Yeah, so, like you said, though, it like takes said, the it takes all. Like if you can take away the working part in the day, because yeah. if you you're working there, you're bouncing yeah. back and forth. You need that sometimes. You need to let your hair down. Yeah, not too much. Because so maybe good. this year playing. Yeah, I can say I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah, cool. uh, a couple shows. Yeah, but I just can't say what. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But I am playing. Yeah. So I'll all see right. you out there in your meeting rooms in that hotel. Well, we're not going. <laughs> we might go there again. I don't know if we will. I think we'll do it a bit no, more yeah, low I'm key. Dead. I'm dead this year. A bit more of an open, open event space that people can come and yeah. meet and open decks. Yeah, man, that sounds sick. Yeah, I'm involved. Yeah, do it. Hundred percent. Cool. I think I think we'll leave it there. It was a great chat, man. Man, thank you for inviting me down, bro. All right, take care. Yeah. Cheers, buddy.